Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Bon après-midi. Bienvenue. Uh, Indigenous Fridays here at Cabot Square. So thank you for coming out. It's a beautiful day uh, to have wonderful musicians. We have uh, some great acts coming up. My, my name is Nina Sagalowitz. I'm originally from Fort Smith, Northwest Territories. I'm Inuvialuit and Dene. Uh, I'm here with my daughter Sierra. We're going to be doing some Inuit throat singing called Katajak. And I'm also going to be uh, sharing some hand drum. Bon après-midi tout le monde. Bienvenue à Square Cabot. C'est le vendredi autochtone, c'est ça? Et puis uh, on va voir uh, des chanteurs, des, uh, des, uh, des musiciens qui vont partager uh, leurs chansons avec vous pour célébrer uh, l'espace. Euh, moi, je m'appelle Nina Segalwit, je viens du territoire nord-ouest, je suis Inuvialwit et Dene euh, de Tirkredevit et euh, je suis avec ma fille Sierra. On va partager le katajak, le chant de gorge, puis aussi je vais partager un peu de chansons avec vous. I would like to acknowledge that we are on unceded Mohawk territory, Jojage, uh, we are on Ganyangehaga territory. J'aimerais dire qu'on est sur le territoire non cédé des peuples Mohawk, les peuples Ganyangehaga. Uh, we're very honored to be here, so we're going to be doing some throat singing. Hi, my name is Sierra Sigalowitz. I am Inuvialuit and Chippewayan Zeni from Northwest Territories. My father is French from France, and I'm here to celebrate Aboriginal Fridays yeah. with my mother. So throat singing is a tradition that Inuit women have been doing for thousands of years. And um, the, the sounds that we make are inspired by nature. Um, the sounds that we hear up north are like the river, the wind. Um, there's one that's called the geese. Uh, and also the one that we just did was the polar bear that was chasing a wolf or a dog. And um, it's a game, and it's a competition. And the first woman who stops or laughs or loses or is the loser, or the not winner. The, yeah. So um, it's a tradition that's passed on from mother to daughter, and uh, that was our. Then we're doing another song. The river. Uh, this one is called the river. <laughs> oh, so throat singing is a pastime that we do um, like 
traditionally we would do it in igloos um, while the men were doing hunting and it was also a game and a competition but also we would like bet for stuff so if I wanted my daughter's earrings I would be like okay well let's throw sing for them and if I win then I get her th her earrings um, unfortunately uh, the, when um, the priests came up uh, north uh, a couple of generations ago uh, they thought that we were actually honoring the devil because they didn't understand what we were doing. They didn't understand that it was just a game for us. It wasn't anything spiritual. It was just a pastime. And so they forbade us and they actually punished us for doing that in public. So what the elders did was they did it in private and they did it in hiding until it was safe enough for us to do it in public. And in the 80s, that's when it started coming back. And we're really, really um, lucky that they did that because otherwise it would have been a, a lost tradition. So for us to be standing here is a, is a big deal. So thank you for uh, spending the time with us. So when, you know, there are some songs that have words, most of the songs don't have words. The next one is really called a competition. And basically there's a leader and a follower. And the woman who leads is the one that sets the pace, sets the sound, set the, and the follower has to follow the sounds that she's, she sings. And if I don't do that, then uh, I lose. So this is the competition. So I have to follow her the rhythm and she's getting really good. So <laughs> chances are, I don't know if I'll win. <laughs> you. <laughs> so the styles that we've been singing are, t um, you know, when I first found out uh, about throat singing, I was actually one of the 60s group. I don't know if you've heard of that. After the residential schools, um, the government wanted to really assimilate us, assimilate us permanently. So I was actually stolen from my birth mother and my birth father. Um, and they... Uh, took me away from my parents without telling me that I was going to be, without telling them that I was going to be adopted, um, and they broke that that circle of family, and I landed here in Montreal and I was adopted into a Jewish and Filipino family, and back in the 70s and 80s it wasn't really encouraged for parents of Indigenous kids to really encourage them to be a part of their community. So I didn't really meet an, an indigenous person until I was 18 years old. And it was really difficult for me. But the first time that I heard throat singing, it just gave me the shivers. And when I heard that sound, I was like, I need to learn that. Because not only was it something that a tradition um, that I, I, didn't, I didn't know the history, but I just knew that it was gonna be a way for me to get that healing and get that circle back and connection. And so um, for me, this is like, I guess going on 30 years now, <laughs> um, doing throat singing. And it's a way for me to also 
you know, it's part of our resilience as Inuit, and it's part of our, our resilience um, to be adaptable. You know, we, I was talking to my friend, and it's only been two generations. We went from the igloo to the internet in two generations, and that's incredibly fast for a community to adapt. And um, this, for us, is a way to keep that connection with the with our traditions. So the songs that we've been singing actually have coming, are coming from Nunavik, eh? Baker Lake. So the, the style that we've been doing has uh, been from Nunavik, which is northern Quebec. There's 14 Inuit communities in Nunavik. Um, and the one, that's the style that we've been doing. The next style, that this next song comes from Baker Lake, Nunavut, and they have a different style. And so each community has their own style, and this is called the love song. So the, you know, the, the story of the love song, um, there was a, a man who had a wife, and he, after a, a few years, decided to get a second wife. And the first wife was feeling really kind of left out and she was worried that he didn't love her as much as the first wife. So she thought about what she can do to attract him back and attract his attention back. And so she made up this song and it's called the love song. And um, she sang this to him um, one evening and she, he, he again got that sparkle in his eye for her. And that's how he, she won him back. She won. Please give a hand to my daughter, the next generation of throat singers. So, as I said in the beginning, I'm half Inivialuit and half Dene. And um, it's been a journey for me to reconnect with my community. And I've been a frontline worker um, for 30 years now in Montreal. And uh, music for me is a way to uh, celebrate who I am and celebrate the community and we celebrate our resilience. Um, because we've, our communities have gone through an incredible amount of trauma, but there is so much beauty and strength and capabilities and um, knowledge and wisdom that we hold as well. And so I see music as a way in, to, in an international way. Um, you don't have to know our language, you don't have to know our dialect, but the fact that we're here is a celebration of our resilience and our adaptability. 
Uh, we're not stuck in the past. We're not in museums. We are here together. And for me, music is a way to celebrate that and to bring our communities together. So I'm going to sing a song called the Dene Healing Song. And this song was taught to me by a fellow musician. Her name is Mo Clark. And here in Montreal, I don't have access to a lot of Dene singers. So I was very much touched that she was willing to share that song with me. And for me, when I sing, my intention is really to celebrate all our journeys, you know. For me, as an Indigenous woman, it's been a struggle, but I'm also celebrating the fact that I'm a great mom of three and a grandmother of two, and each of us, and you as well, have your journey. You know, it's, we don't have the monopoly on trauma. We don't have the monopoly on resilience. Each community, each person here in this, in this city, on, on this earth, have their own struggles and their own triumphs. But it's through understanding each other and it's through having an open heart and an open mind and not, not judge each other, not with what we're wearing, not with where we live, not whether we have an address or not, whether we speak this language or that language, but simply understand that each of us are looking for love and acceptance and non-judgment and a space to use our skills and our gifts. So for me, this is a celebration of all you all.
Yeah, hey, how, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, hey, how, hey, ho, hey. Yeah, hey, how, hey, ho, hey. Yeah, hey, how, hey, 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 hey. Nakormek, Masicho, merci et bon après-midi. À la prochaine, a beautiful father-daughter combination. Thank you so much. And we are coming up with wonderful musicians. Thank you so much. And have a wonderful afternoon.